Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. You're not going to believe this, Brendan. You are not going to believe this. Who did I reference as the former Swift Current Bronco? We just pulled. I just pulled up the uh, Ashley Finefloor's text line, and Chad Beagle was listening to the show and just texted me. Isn't that hilarious? Uh, thanks again for the shout-out. Loyal listener from Rimby, Alberta, five-year Swift Current Bronco with Todd McClellan, one year at the uh, University of Saskatchewan, and then 10 years of the Bentley Generals. Love the show, Chad Beagle. I did not know that. I've just... Um, there have been multiple times where I've called Jay Beagle, Chad Beagle. Uh, so it's going to happen, uh, and that's just the way it is. But uh, Chad hit. That's why I liked him. Small guy, skated through guys, played a bit like Gallagher. Not quite the same hands. By the way, did you see Gallagher and uh, Jake DeBrus get into it last night? Man, Montreal's struggling, eh? And then PJ Stock sitting there on Twitter last night calling saying that Mark Bergevin should be fired. He's built a small team, and Carey Price doesn't look the same. It's a lot of money to invest in goaltenders, and that's the problem with goaltenders. They're, to me, they're a bit like relief pitchers. They can have a five- or six-year run where they're dominant, they get paid, and then it just, you know, they're not all Mariano Rivera. You know, so anyhow, twelve thirty-six. Have we hooked up with John? Let me just give me, oh, we do have John. Okay, I did not know that we had John. Um, we will tell you that guests and orders now receive gift certificates from Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow Sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, ninety-nine ninety Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor that orders now sent you Roos Chris. It's a great place to have a Christmas party. Our Oilers Now headliner today is Touchback uh, is John Shannon for Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. I had no idea that... Uh, oh, is that John? I think we got John. There we go. Hey, John, it's Bob. How are we doing? What's going on? Just another beautiful day. Just another beautiful... You know, is that what it sounds like? Brandon, I didn't know this. So when I'm on this, on our new reported app, this is what it sounds like. That's right. Wow. So you... you <laughs> I got to be careful, and you can uh, tell when I'm breathing heavy. How's it going, man? Going good? Yeah, it's going great. Are you kidding me? It's it's the holiday season. You know, it's, I'm coming to Edmonton tomorrow. How could it go bad? Thanks for the warning. That's that's important for us to realize. Well, yes. Well, as long as the RCMP know at the airport, then we're okay. There you go. There you have it. Uh, well, let's start with uh, our our Monday hits with our NHL insider John Shannon. Are primarily on the weekend that was for the Edmonton Oilers. Um, they got the split against Vancouver, and you know the Canucks. I think you'd agree with me. Got a pretty good team, deep set of forwards. Uh, but Edmonton found a way last night. Your thoughts on the two games? 
Yeah, I, I, it's, you have to wonder. I mean, both teams coming in the end off of long road trips. Uh, when you think the Canucks ended theirs in Edmonton and the Oilers are coming back from one, uh, I, I, I think it was Saturday was a roll-the-dice game. You never knew for either side which team was going to show up. Obviously, the Canucks uh, came out with a little more consistency and energy. Uh, and, uh, and you know what? Uh, when you look back now at the at the loss and you look at Mike Swift uh, tweaking his knee in the second period, you have to wonder what kind of effect that had in the third. Uh, so from, from that perspective, you're right. Getting the split, uh, Vancouver's a better team, I think, than most people anticipated. Uh, they're going through their injury woes now too, just like the Oilers are. Edler's out for them, and when you consider that uh, the Oilers missed Cassian in Game 2 of the series, uh, and Mike Swift, obviously, that uh, it's going to be an interesting Pacific Division. It's certainly not going to be uh, as easy as it was last year for some teams. Yeah, Ryan Nugent Hopkins has now missed four games. Edmonton's gone 2-2 two and two without him. Uh, the deployment of McDavid and Drysaddle, separate lines 5v5. Your thoughts? Well, I mean, you know what? I, I think they miss Ryan Nugent Hopkins as that number two center right now. I mean, I think that that's, a, that's something that everybody has to realize. Uh, and and most, most fans do. And I think, quite frankly, I think that management is it, it, it probably understanding it a bit more now, too, because this is still a feeling through process. I think we're, uh, we're, we're getting close to a time when both Kenny and Dave understand what the team is and who the team uh, strengths are. Uh, but from that perspective, uh, when you have to put Leon and, and separate him from Connor, you're not going to get the firepower except when you're on the power play. Uh, and that's not a knock at Dave Gagne, I th- or uh, Sam Gagne. I think he went in there and, uh, and did yeoman service for the time that he was there. But uh, having that number two center to take some pressure away from the top two guys is really important. We're joined by Oilers Now headliner John Shannon for touchback safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. John, are the Oilers a good team? I think they are, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, there are reasons to, to, to say that beyond 97 and 29. I mean, even last night, I thought Ethan Bear did some things on the blue line that you're going, man, oh man, I saw a 90-foot pass up the far boards at one point. They're going, wow, that's a really good pass for a young defenseman to make. Uh, I think the, the growth of Miko Koskinen makes them a better team. So, yeah, they are a better team. Uh, James Neal's goals certainly help. Uh, the maturity of some of those uh, those bottom guys that uh, seem to be scoring some goals uh, once in a while, like Kara, like Shane, uh, like Granlin, rather. Uh, I mean, there's there's you know what they're sprouting. They're proving to have, be a little more dimensional than we thought they would be. Uh, and if if they can maintain it, and Clefbaum can stay healthy, and Larson can stay healthy. Uh, then this team can actually make a difference and be a lot more comfortable about the playoffs than they were the last couple of years. John Shannon joining us right now, our NHL insider for Touchback Safety. So, John, i got to pose this question based upon what was tweeted out Saturday morning by Pierre Lebrun, uh, the fact that Ray Shiro is now, um, you know, uh, taking calls on Taylor Hall. Never say never in sport. I mean, this is a city that brought Mike, you know, Mike Comrie came back to the Oilers organization, Ryan Smith, and I would say those were far more contentious departures uh, than than the Taylor Hall situation. I mean, Taylor was traded for Adam Larson, and it was uh, sold as a hockey trade at that time. Uh, Crazier things have happened. 
Could the Edmonton Oilers potentially pack up, package up uh, prospects and picks and maybe one established player and bring Hall back to Edmonton? Would that make sense in your mind? I, I want to know why they would do that. Tell me why they would do that. They would do that. As soon as, you, uh, no, as soon as you tell me you're going to package up picks and prospects, I think you're compromising the game plan. Okay. And here's where it why and, and, you know, you're asking you okay you're asking me why and I'll, I'll I'll counter back by saying the team is on an unbelievable special teams heater right now Koskinen has been terrific goaltending and special teams are the major reason why Edmonton's in the position they are they have to improve their five on five play and Taylor Hall would drive five on five play and there's a caveat John there you wouldn't trade Broberg. You wouldn't trade Bouchard. No way those two guys are untouchables. You've got several other prospects that might make sense. And then you'd have to put in a conditional pick if maybe Edmonton, maybe maybe say hypothetically, maybe in a crazy world, Ray Shiro has gone to Taylor Hall and said, Taylor, give me three to five teams that make sense for you because that might increase the likelihood of a potential extension getting done. And a conditional second becomes a late first if a team has playoff success. So there, there's a trade-off, and I'm just wondering whether or not you think that makes sense or not. And you obviously don't. But not I don't th- think it makes sense. There, there, uh, by the way, I'd, I'd, I'd put Sam Marukov. I know he struggled in Bakersfield. I'd put Sam Marukov on that no-touch list my, as well. My guess is he is on that list. Uh, but there might yeah. be some others that are prime for prime time here that could be available. So, you know, it's. I mean, obviously, Paul Yarby... And Paul Yarby doesn't have a lot of cachet right now. Like, we're basically talking two prospects, a pick, and then a contract back the other way to, to balance it. That's how... It's the only way it would be feasible to, to work. So, but... Every, and, you, and you deem this just to be a rental? Uh, how about a test drive? No. No, I don't, I, I don't think you can trade any asset like that for that or the amount of assets like that without knowing you can't sign them. Yeah. Now, you and I have had this disagreement on, on microphone and off microphone many yeah. times. Yeah. You know, you know my feeling. I think that he's... I, I don't think he fits into the new Edmonton Oilers. I don't. I'm not saying he's not a good player. I don't think he fits in. I think it, I, and I think that there's a ton of, of the fan base that would love to have him back, and I understand that, and I really appreciate their loyalty. And man, it's really exciting. Yeah. But that's not the direction, in my opinion, this organization should be going. My experience with Taylor, and I am not as tight to him as maybe a couple other media guys in town might be, is he uh, he has he's acutely aware of uh, sport. He's a player. There's some players, John, that would love just to go to San Jose, make their seven or eight million a year, and not have to deal with the media and not have to deal with tough weather sometimes. And then there's other players that get jacked up by playing in a Canadian market, love the intensity, and love being a part of it. And I think that Taylor Taylor Hall is the latter in that regard. Um, several of the voices that uh, were in the organization before that maybe weren't the biggest fans of Hall. Are, are now gone. I would also suggest people evolve, and I think you'd be the first to admit to that. You know, uh, people, you know what? And if I'm Taylor, I want to win. So, and I want to win in a place where they got good centers. <laughs> so that yep. would be, so from that end, I will say this never say never. It wouldn't surprise me if there was a, if Cheryl went to Darren Ferris and said, we need a list, if Edmonton would be one of the teams on Hall's list. That would not surprise me. No, I, it probably wouldn't surprise me at all. But, uh, you, you know, in the end, 
uh, Taylor Hall has to be on Kenny Holland's list, not yeah. the other way around. Well, I guess I guess that's the uh, six the six million dollar question, isn't it, John? It, 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 well, no, but it, no, because it's more than that. It's not just. It, I, I don't think you're trading for a rental. I think you ha if you're going to do it, you're going to have to say, okay, are we going to commit to this guy long term? And 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 Bob, you you tell me what he's worth. And, and let's say conservatively, okay, conservatively nine million dollars. John. Okay. John, is remember it, the word conservatively. John, is it uh, is it possible that Taylor Hall would consider doing a Marion Hosa deal for a year? based upon the fact that he has not had the, uh -huh. the level of productivity this year in New Jersey. Maybe he does a HOSA deal, at, say instead of it being 5.25 million, maybe it's six or six and a half million on a one-year deal. And then when the cap, and you'll be the first to admit, we fully expect the cap to substantially jump for the 21-22 season, right? There's going to be a big jump that year. Uh, I think it's the following year, but that's okay. Okay, well, the owners have a bunch of money coming off uh, at, the yep. end, at the end of the 2021 season as well. Uh, yep. I, I, I'll tell you what, I, I think knowing, again, and I'm not the tightest ever with, with Taylor, I think he'd be cognizant that he probably can't make more than uh, Leon Dreisettle if he's on, in Edmonton, because that's how good of a player Dreisettle now is. Well, listen, the one thing I will tell you, Taylor Hall has played in this league long enough and has the right to go to the summertime sure. and sign for the best and biggest deal he can. Yep. And there will be there will be teams interested in him. You know, dare I say, I heard you talking about Montreal. Dare I say that Montreal might be interested in Taylor Hall. Colorado's poised, given the assets that they have to make a move. And, I mean, that would make them even faster. Some have suggested Calgary might make sense. But I think in that world, New Jersey would try to uh, procure a guy like Johnny Goodrow back. Montreal, definitely. They need an impact yeah. player up front. Uh, you know, I mean, I, the, the key thing for me is I'm, I'm, not, I'm not buying the rental. I'm not buying the rental, and I'm not sure how many teams are buying the rental. Fair, you know, I, as I fair told, perspective as I told to have. Reed, as I told Reed yesterday, when you look at the, the two biggest stars of recent years uh, that went through this and, and, the, and the free agency uh, looming in July uh, were Steven Stamkos and John Tavares. And, and when you think about it, neither got traded at the deadline, one by their choice, the other because they couldn't get a deal worthwhile. Uh, and then one stayed and one didn't. And that's the ri that is the risk you take and perhaps the risk you don't take. In the end, it doesn't seem to have hurt the Islanders too much, and Steve Stamkos is still a valuable member of the Tampa Bay Lightning. So from that perspective, what Taylor Hall does, I think, happens in the summertime or or in that, you know, for a, seven, or for a second round or a third round pick at the draft so you can talk to him for the... It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Extra week. But I don't. Th I I just don't think it makes sense anymore at the deadline for what you give up. Okay, fair enough. Uh, John Shannon joining. And by us. the way, I think Ray Shiro has done a marvelous job of creating this market with one simple phone call to a reporter. To Pierre, to <laughs> Pierre Lebrun. So, well, do you mean, think? Do you think a conversation has taken place between Darren Ferris and Ray? Oh yes, they talked in Calgary when the when the Devils were uh, west. Yeah, my guess is 
wouldn't surprise me if they spoke Wednesday night. In uh, you know, Taylor was in Montreal. New Jersey was there to play Thursday. It's not too sure. far from Kingston. So, anyhow, let's switch focus. Uh, I don't know what that has anything to do with it because Darren Ferris and Ray Shearer are neither is from Kingston. One's from Toronto, the other's from Newark, New Jersey. The family's from Kingston. Yeah, uh, I know that. Thank all you. right, we're having fun, John. Uh, now, we're going to get into a serious matter. Uh, this has been a very interesting three-week window uh, in the na- for the na- National Hockey League. Uh, I-, I think we're going to see a kinder, gentler NHL. I think we've already been seeing that to a certain degree. Uh, I think we're watching it here in Edmonton with Dave Tipp in terms of how he's handled his team and how his team has responded. Um, so is, is, is what we've seen here, let me ask you this, is it the tip of the iceberg? Or conversely, do you think things will cool off a bit here? Some of the comments directed about Babcock and obviously what occurred with Bill Peters last year. What's your perspective on that? I don't think it's a. I don't think it's the tip of the iceberg. I I, I do think that this is, the changes in people, uh, have been happening over the last, well I would I would like to think ten years. I think the world has changed a great deal in that time. I do think, and we talked talked about this before, uh, Mike got let go in Toronto was the learning how to communicate efficiently and properly with young people is different now. And you have to explain more, and you have to tell them why more. Uh, and it's not just because I said so, in, in, and in harsher words than that. Uh, the physical stuff is unacceptable, period. It was unacceptable then, it's unacceptable now. Uh, in, in, in my mind, Bob, there are, th- there are three levels of coaches, uh, maybe four. Uh, but, but, but the three that, 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 that raise uh, an eyebrow are obviously the racist ones, which we've seen. The abusive ones, which I think we've seen a little bit, and the aggressive ones. And I don't think you punish similarly the aggressive ones as the other two. Aggressive guys can be aggressive, um, you know, and, and to get their message across, yet still try to, com- to, to complement what the players can do and make it look like the player's idea. So that, that's where I think there's a lot of people worried that they don't understand the difference between abusive and aggressive. And there's going to be a lot of coaches out there that I think were very aggressive, very aggressive, and people are going to assume that means they were abusive, and that's where the line is going to have to be defined. John, I just want to read a couple texts on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Sunshine Susie. Bob. If you ask John a question, please allow him to answer. You overtalk him a lot, and it is rude. Thank you, sun, uh, Sunshine Susie. So, John, I apologize if I overtalked you there. I try not to do that. There's nothing that frustrates me more than that. Uh, hey, Bob, what about uh, Mark Stone? Was he not a rental? He was, a, he was a, a rental. But that was a unique situation. Would you not agree, John, because of the relationship with Kelly McCrimmon and Stone? I think they had a deal in their back pocket already. There you go. And one more that I'm going to get you to comment on. Uh, Haji says, uh, Bob and John, do you think Peter Shirelli would have been more active at the deadline before the Oilers playoff year, given the way the subsequent seasons went? When the door opens, you have to push your way through it and run like hell. Adding the hall would make the Oilers a dangerous two-line team and puts another uh, winger in his proper position lower in the lineup. So I do agree with you. And uh, Hall uh, should return as an oiler. That one comes to us from Haji. That's a perspective out there. Did you just start your oh. car up? No. 
No. I'm in a parking lot. Okay. So, so Haji, you know, here, here, I appreciate what Haji's saying there. I really do. But this is not, and I know the frustration of being in the playoffs once in 13 years, but this is not for the next six months. This is for the next six years. This is to build an organization and a franchise that can dominate a decade like they did in the 80s. So if you think that Taylor Hall can do help dominate and you're prepared to sacrifice some of your young guys and then two years from now or three years from now saying, boy, our defense isn't what it should be, and look what, look what some, some one of our untouchables is doing somewhere else, then do the trade. I don't think you build teams like that anymore in this league. I think you take your time. I think you'll use the draft. I think you'll use free agency. Hey, listen, if they can fit it in after July, maybe that's the time to talk about Taylor Hall. But not now. Not for the, not, don't, don't, you know, don't cut your nose off to spite your face for, for a simple playoff run. Please don't. That's happened too many times in too many cities, even in Edmonton, and it never works out. John, great stuff. We appreciate your time. We'll see you here on Wednesday. Uh, you'll join me up in the booth if you have time. And uh, guess what? It's your turn to buy. Well, I tell you what, I just really appreciate Susie's thought about how you interrupt me all the time. That's my wife's nickname, by the way. <laughs> Somehow I knew that. <laughs> All right, thanks, John. That's John Shannon, our NHL insider. By the way, I neglected to do this when I was supposed to at 1220, Brendan. Uh, it's your opportunity to join the team contest brought to you by Japanese Village each day. We give you a code word. Enter at 630chat.com for your chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime Oilers experience that includes uh, one lucky listener, uh, listener being in the Oilers team photo, a personalized Oilers jersey, a day at practice with Jack and myself, Lunch with the Oilers management, a VIP experience at the game, and an interview on the City Ford Face-Off show with Reed Wilkins. You can listen for new code word every day on the 630 Chad Mornings, the Ryan Jesperson Show, Oilers Now, 630 Chad Afternoons, and Inside Sports. It's the 630 Chad's Join the Team contest brought to you by Japanese Village. The winner will be announced May, or sorry, May, Monday, December the 9th. Today's word is net. That's the code word today. Don't text in... Enter it at 630chad.com. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.